you know, now I'm, I'm really working on being that hyper aware that all this externalized anger is like really what Elon said is like just the anger you've had at yourself. And then how do I metabolize that? How do I get in a safe space with that? Welcome to the Personal Development Without the Fluff podcast brought to you by Satori Prime. Look, if you believe that there's got to be more to life or you find yourself zagging when others are zigging, this podcast is most likely for you. We're not here to fix you because in our opinion, you're already perfect. We are here to help you remember who you truly are. That light inside of you that you thought you lost forever. I think you know the one I'm talking about, right? That one. We're brash and blunt and give it to you straight. You'll most likely love us and hate us at the same time. And for us, that's perfect. Because what we are here to do is open your heart and expand your mind so you can live your ultimate life. And if you're wanting more support at any time or just want to interact with Guy and I, find our personal development without the fluff group on Facebook and come hang out with us and other like-minded, amazing human beings. So if you're done with fantasizing about your life and you're ready to go start living it, welcome to our show. Now let's get started. All right. Welcome to the show. Now, before we jump in, I want to make a big announcement. So obviously we have the holidays and Thanksgiving and Christmas and Hanukkah and Kwanzaa and all that stuff happening. And Guy and I have created something, a way to give back to you, our loyal listeners. So you may have heard that we started something called The Collective. What you may have not heard is that right now, not only can you get in for a 14-day free trial to experiment it and see if it works for you, we've also lowered the price from $99 a month to just nine. That's right. You didn't hear this wrong. From $99 to nine. And if you do it now, you can get grandfathered in at that $9 price point today. Again, all you have to do is go to satoriprime.com forward slash collective satoriprime.com forward slash collective, and you can grandfather yourself in to the collective for just $9. Our way to give back during this holiday season. So if you're out there wanting to make significant changes in your life, wanting to get more peace, more fulfillment, more love in every area of your life, make sure you go to satoriprime.com forward slash collective right now. I do not know how long we're going to keep this up. So now would be the time to act. Hello, my friends. So today's iTunes review comes to us from No Moat Ads. He writes, or she writes, gets to the root cause of our situation. After years of looking outside for an answer to fix my problem, I believe I have found what I was looking for. Something that would stop treating the symptoms, problems, I was experiencing and get to the root cause of why I was experiencing it. This is not a band-aid approach. Rather, it will leave you feeling empowered and worthy. No moat ads. Thank you so much. That is exactly the intention of the podcast. I couldn't have said it better myself. If you email me at elon at satoriprime.com, I will get you your special gift. And if you're out there listening and you'd be willing to leave us an honest review on iTunes, I will read it and then I will send you a personalized gift as well. All right, now on with the show. All right, guys. So hello, hello. Happy Monday. Guy and I were just talking. We're like, we haven't done one of these publicly in a long time. 
So I figure we'll spend the next uh, 45 minutes or so together. And um, I think it's really interesting um, at the end of the year how introspective everybody gets and kind of like year in review or for some of you rear in review. <laughs> and, uh, Say, say, why rear in review? I didn't catch that. Because I was going to, I actually stumbled. I was going to say rear in review. Oh, I see. <laughs> and as I said, I was like, well, for some, probably, yeah, they are looking at their rear in review. Um, there is something really interesting that, as Guy and I have been doing a lot more of this work, you know, for we're, we're about to step into our 16th, roughly plus 17th, year. 17th year. 17th year, sorry. 17th mm-hmm. year. I think that one of the biggest shifts that we were talking about when we had first started is we were very mindset, right? Like that was the education that we got. So everything was in the mind space, mm-hmm. things that people read about or work, you know, with NLP practitioners about like reframing, taking something that has a very negative connotation in your life and, and putting this uh, great positive spin on it. And then by positive spin, you obviously feel a lot better. By the way, I'm not saying this as like there's something wrong with that. Um, it was phenomenal work. Guy and I excelled very, very far in life and, and dealt with all sorts of things. I think where we're at today is once you kind of deal with some of the bigger things, you get into more of the nuanced stuff. And so the conversation we want to start today is, you know, how can you find growth in the places that you least expect? And what I mean by that is, you know, if someone wants to work on their health, for example, traditional thinking would say, hey, you know what? I'm going to hire a uh, a health coach. I'm going to hire a uh, physical trainer. Or if someone wants to grow their business, they're going to go and go like, who's the best business coach? You know, who can help me grow my business? And we have been finding of late in in our work personally, as well with, with our clients, that the generally the breakthroughs that one seeks are very, very rarely inside the arena that they're having the breakdowns in, um, you know, like people clarification around that. Yeah. So, so for example, if someone can have a huge breakthrough in their health and it'd be a massive shift in their finances or Mm -hmm. vice versa, or someone, uh, really, you know, wanting to grow their business, will end up realizing that they, there was just this thing that they didn't realize inside of a relationship. And as soon as they heal that and go through that process, they have these massive windfalls in, in business. And so we've been finding more and more ways to grow and learn from the oddest of places. I, I was just uh, sharing on a chat not too long ago about how tennis, for me, has been one of the greatest teachers over the last couple of years and the mastery and learning of how I operate on the tennis court have translated to me having, well, just more fun on a tennis court. But aside from that, uh, creating more patience, creating a ton more self-love. Um, and so what's interesting is like no one would ever say, you know, you want to work on self-love, like go on a tennis court or, you know, what's a sport that you're really passionate about or whatever. But I can tell you that after having done 16 years, like the best breakthroughs I've had during that time have been through doing this work. And, and I'm sure Guy has many, many examples of, you know, these, these breakthroughs that come that are very, very unexpected. So, um, yeah, we really want to talk about that and some of the processes that we go through as, um, 
you know, how to have those breakthroughs and how to use those incidences and things in our lives to do that. So bro, anything uh, you want to jump in here with? Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, today for me, it's um, like, maybe even not even things you're focusing on. It's like, you know, you're, you're focused on a question, right? I think that's kind of how the mind often goes. I think most people would phrase it as I'm focused on a problem. I would mm-hmm. say more accurately, accurately, there's probably no problems that you're dealing with. You just have, you're, you're inquiring, right? Um, I think a lot of things, I do think mindset development is really good at this, uh, conscious languaging, is helping you to investigate how many things we've collapsed on one another. So um, for instance, like there's a big difference between uh, caring about something that's happening in the planet or in your life and having worry about it, okay? Like you may care about um, global warming, but it doesn't really worry you. You're not really somebody who's going to take action on it, uh, but you want to invest like good energy and uh, maybe the manipulation of reality towards a healthier planet or something like that, right? So, um, and then then you have a question. And it seems to me that like uh, on the quantum level, whatever inquiry, whatever question you have, the, in retrospect, physical reality, things are going to show up to help you deduce and investigate answers for yourself and that front. So I had a, like I'll call myself out on one. Like on Friday night, um, we went to a bank. Uh, Mandy and I are like putting our stuff together, so I wanted to put it on my personal account. So we get to the bank, and right now we have a, a le- our baby just turned three weeks old. So leaving the house is like a thing now, right? You don't just put on shoes and go. <laughs> but there's like, okay, when's the last time he got fed? Is he, you know, is he gonna um, be, you know, like be in a quieter place, like all this kind of stuff you have to plan. So getting out of the house instead of like, all right, five minutes, it takes like an hour and a half now. Um, you have to like really plan ahead for that. So here we are at this bank, we get there, I'm like, talking to the teller, it's finally our turn, we're about to sit down. And I'm like, man, do you have your uh, ID? Like, do you have your phone? And she goes, no, I don't have it. I'm like, okay. So we just came, like, came all this way, did all these things. Don't have the ID, can't do anything. So I got, I got triggered, right? Because it's like, what a waste of a, of a thing like that we just did. We could have been home and, and just relaxing, whatever. So um, here's the thing. Yeah, I just want to like lay this out because my mindset is, don't make her wrong, right? Because like I know that goes nowhere. So I, I kind of change the story, get out of that mode. But the reality is, is that inside I'm triggered, right? So now I'm in this battle with myself about the guilt that I feel internally and this pressure that's building in my system. At the same time, I've already made the conscious choice. Like, I'm not going to say anything mean here. I'm not going to make her feel wrong. And I'm also thinking, I'm like, how many times have I forgotten something at home? Like this could happen to anybody. It's really not that big of a deal. And then here's the thing, right? Like how many times do we know it's really not that big of a deal? But, and... So here we are. I have this energy buildup in my system. And this is kind of how my life has turned right now because it's like I just can't hide from anything because the the speed at which I have to deal with the energy and how quickly that's manifesting in reality is like starting to kind of blow my mind a little bit. And here's the thing. I think it's always been that way. Yet suddenly I seem to have the eyes to see how the world is like, oh, by the way, you're not dealing with that energy. So I have this energy thing and we decided that after the bank, which is in the same plaza, we're going to go to Trader Joe's and just get like a few things. Shout out TJ's hashtag. I don't even go to Trader Joe's, but once in a while, we'll shout them out. Uh, there's plenty of places I like more these days. Anyway, we get into the parking lot and one of these situations happens, you know, when you're about to turn into a spot, but then somebody does it because they're not paying attention. Uh-huh. So, this, so this woman turns into a spot and this is like two minutes after... I'm getting this like surge of energy, right? So this woman turns into the spot. She doesn't take her spot, but there's two spots and she parks basically as if she's now taken one and a half of them. 
So on top of the fact that she just didn't see us, she's like, she's in the one and a half spot. And I'm like, screw it. And and my my intuition was, hey, don't deal with that. Just go get a different spot. But my mind was like, you know what, dude? It's fine. Park here. So I squeeze myself into the spot. And I look over and I can see that she has no idea that she's just done what she's done, right? She's like looking down. Again, or I get a little surge in my system because now I'm starting to make all of humanity wrong for never, never paying attention to me, the whole, the whole shebang bang, right? So I get out of the car and we're about to walk away. And I, and I think to myself, I should just go tell that woman that she's parked really close to my car, right? And just let her know because she's going to get out and she's going to hit my car. Like she, that's how I feel. So we're, we're kind of walking away. And as we're walking away, Mandy's like, do you have the bags? Like we take our own bags and, and I forgot them. So I turned around, open my trunk thing opens. And as I pull out the bags, she opens her doors and hits my car. And I'm like, so I kind of look logo over. And I'm like, lady, I'm like, could you please be careful? And she's like, Oh, I'm so sorry. And I kind of like mutter something under my breath. And she comes around and she asks me and I said, look, and I'm like, I'm upset. Right. But I'm not like letting her have it. I'm, but I'm just like very sternly. I'm like, Hey, look, I'm like, you took that spot without even looking. I'm like, you parked in one and a half spots. And on top of that, you, you hit my car. And she goes, I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. I'm like, just pay attention. Is basically how I said it. But in California, that's like, I might as well take in a baseball bat and just hit you. <laughs> yeah, like in New York, they'd be like, shut up, idiot. In San Diego and, speak. Yeah, in San Diego speak, that's like, I just pulled out a gun and I was like, you do that shit again, right? So oh. so then she's like, she goes, I'm like, just pay attention. She goes, I was. And I said, clearly not, right? Now, I haven't gotten upset at someone in public in like a, a while. But that was it. Like that was the entire interaction. But by today's standards, that's like, kind of an extreme reaction for me to have because usually I'm like cool with it. Right. So, so we go, th- we go about our business and TJ's and I have, I still have the surge in my body and I'm, and I'm attempting to deal with it, not through the mind, but through my system. So we kind of like walk through this whole thing. And when I come back to the car, I have a little Brown note sitting in my, like the, the do- door pull door handle, whatever. And it's like, Hey, um, I'm really sorry for what happened seems like you're having a bad day, which I wasn't right. But that was, that was her interpretation. And she goes, and by the way, you scared my son who was sitting in the car who couldn't possibly have heard what I said, but whatever the energy, you know, I, 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 my feeling is that she just got out of the car and I frightened her because I caught her off guard anyway. So this whole thing goes down. So I'm telling you the whole story, not because it like ended with this like big fruitful thing because of what happened afterwards to me. See, like for me, I'm a really sensitive person. So call it whatever, whatever you want. And that stuff stays with me. Like I, I, I expect more of myself to show up in a particular way. But here I am being human, getting upset, and also trying to verify and validate the fact that I'm allowed to get upset about things. That's okay. And that there's a way to use anger properly. And I feel like I didn't use it properly in this situation. So this whole like last two days, it's been kind of sitting in the back of my mind. And not as like, a, hey, how do I change this? But more of like, what part did I get angry at? Because I didn't get angry at the woman. I got angry at myself. And, and that was not how I would have looked at things in the past. I would have been looking for evidence as to why humanity is careless, is selfish, uh, only cares about themselves. Nobody's paying attention. Everyone's in it for themselves. And now I see like that only showed up because of what happened at the bank. There was an energy that I, I, I didn't, haven't transmuted yet, that I haven't accepted yet inside of my system. And that really what I was getting, getting angry at was my little boy who like lost control somewhere in this situation. Things didn't work out the way that I wanted them to. And one of the things that I, I started, and it was so funny, right? How everything, everything happens for a reason. 
I'm reading the presence process and he starts talking about the gap. And not like I haven't heard that before, but he writes it in a really different way saying like there, that there, the, the lie in humanity is we think, we think we're separate and all our problems right now, including what you, you know, what's happening on, on the planet um, with our environment is this problem of separation. We think we're separate from it. So we act like we're separate from it and everything that we name in the gap adds to that separation. So like you call this a pen, it adds to the separation how separate from you. So like everything that we name, all the, all the objections, all objective things that we objectify add to this gap. And I thought to myself, you know, the thing that I like Elon and I love cars because our father's love for cars. The thing is like, when I look at a car, I don't see a car. I look at like a, a sculpted piece of artwork in history and engineering. And there's so much I see about a car that most people just don't because they don't take interest in them the same way. I see the depths and layers of it. I see the soul of the car. Right? There's like, I think about the people who put it together. Like there's like just so much happens in my experience. Yeah. So when somebody hits a car, it's like they're, they're doing, um, they're not being mindful of all that. Like they're just, oh, it's an object. And I was like, that's interesting. I'm like that. I have all this story about these fucking cars. I'm like, when it's really just an object and in the back of my mind, again, mindset, just an object, just an object, no big deal. But my body's like, fuck man. Like, I mean, that's so disrespectful. It's like, to me, it's like disrespectful as hitting a kid. And I was thinking, oh, it'd be so interesting. Cause that's the little, the little part of my boy that I know if I did something to my car, I'd rip myself a new one. I'd be furious at myself. And I'm like, okay, well that's the car. I'm like, but how many other things in the gap? that I create as objects that if something happened like that, like I would have that response to it. It had nothing to do with the woman. It yeah. was just the car, yeah. you know? And, and that was the thing. So that's kind of like been playing and I haven't worked it all the way through, but to kind of bring it back to the original conversation here in alignment, I want to show you like what mindset can do, right? Like mindset can, mindset can change the story, but we've all been in situations where we're like, you know what? I can give that up. I can stop trying to be right about that. But the response in the system lives on. Now the thing is, is like, how do I not correct it, but how do I be present with what's happening in my system as the rage is there, as the sadness is there? And instead of even trying to change the rage or the sadness, actually give that its moment in the sun to kind of like do its thing, to metabolize the energy and all those things. And so for me, it's not just like even the things that I necessarily focus on in big ways today, like maybe a athletic sports, like I know Elon's doing a whole bunch of stuff right now or reading or investigating because you're educating yourself. It's like really in the day-to-day interactions because for me, the future that I'd like to see for myself, for my family, for humanity is just people being kind to each other. I mean, I'm not asking for a lot as far as the future is concerned. I'm like just a, a general disposition of knowing that if I'm hurting your heart, I'm hurting my heart. If I'm hurting your family, I'm hurting my family. If I'm hurting my planet, I'm hurting myself. Like, you know, all these kind of different things. And and I don't really think it takes that much. It does take, though, being more sensitively, acutely aware of what's happening in your body so that you're not trying to externalize the changes all the time. And I think that's probably been it's been it's been in conversation and moving that way for about three years for Elon and I. I think for this last year, I don't want to use the word intuition like it's become more intuitive, but it certainly has become more of the foundation of from which I live which is feel it through, don't think it through. Thinking it through happens after I feel it through. Yeah. After the energy is cleared and I'm of clear mind and I can more ob- objectively look at what I'm seeing because while the charge is there, there's no objectivity. Yeah. You know, in that moment, I wasn't objectively going like, that woman's a fucking saint. I was like, bitch. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, that woman's not fucking paying attention. And really, it's like, just pay attention to me. Like, I'm here. Hi, how are you? Love me too, right? And it's, and it's silly but it's like you make it about the car, you make it about the parking space, and it had nothing to do with any of those things because it's like or the ID, yeah, whatever. So she, you know, ding the car. Like, what's the big fucking deal? 
Well, you know what's what's really interesting? <clears throat> like when you started saying the story, what was uh, coming through was this whole thing about every circumstance that we've viewed in our lives today. And this is something that we work with our clients all the time is to, to use those circumstances are being created simply for, this is by the way, not the truth. This is just a perspective that you can look at it from created. So almost like a highlighter for you, like, like a flashlight into your system and what's actually pissing you off, right? Where you are getting triggered. So it's so interesting that the whole thing from, from Mandy in the bank to the woman, to everything is all like the, the, the same, it's highlighting the same exact part of you. Same, the, same energy, same exact energy. Yeah. What, like, what I'm, pay attention. What I'm, yeah. Go on, and and be, be respectful. Like, like, so, so with Mandy, it's like, we, we spent all this time, blah, blah, blah. Like you're not paying attention. You're not respectful of my time. This woman, it's like, you're not paying attention. You didn't even see me. Right. So there's all these things which are all tied into each other. And, and the reason that people struggle so much, the way you do one thing is the way you do everything. Like if you have that as a, as a blanket kind of statement that you can look through, you can learn a lot of lessons. And so there are times, I don't care who you are, how enlightened you think you are, there are multiple times throughout your day where maybe you said a nice thing. <laughs> But the, the, the feeling inside was, I really want to ream this person out, or I'm mm-hmm. really annoyed, or you do one of these like eye rolls or like, like that, right? Thinking that that's somehow transformed because, well, you're not saying the thing that you, you want to say, right? Like you're holding back. But at the same time, the reaction is the reaction. Thinking about it differently, spinning it a different way doesn't mean that you still didn't have the reaction. When you're scared, when you don't feel safe, when you feel annoyed, when you feel frustrated, when you feel angry and you don't say something to your spouse or your business partner or your kids, that's cancer. That's the shit that eats you up inside. And then you have experience after experience after experience where you keep feeling like you're walking into the same wall over and over and over. And you go, what is up with this? What I need is a business coach to show me this plan on how I can market on Facebook properly or learn how to put a business plan together. Or what I need is a logo. And this is all your mind. All it is, is creating avoidance tactics so that you don't actually deal with the thing that is there to deal with. Yep. Guy in that story, which is a beautiful story, the thing, and this is, by the way, something that the guy and I have talked about for a decade and a half, because like I know his core, one of his core stories, it's like people don't respect me or they don't pay attention. It's like, you know, kind of in that same vein. And then when something like that happens, look, it's Mandy. He loves her to death. She knows that he loves her. Like that's not a question. She didn't do anything to him. Yeah. And he's clear enough and aware enough to see in the moment there's frustration there there's upset there because it touched on that open wound that he still has in there of you didn't pay attention whether it's you know to me or you were disrespectful of my time and this and that whatever right and that opens the wound so then where most people go is well i mean they could go a lot of places but where most people would go is they'd get angry and I would say the 90 plus percent of people that get angry actually swallow it or, 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 or begin externalizing in some way. 
they'll, they'll, yeah, they'll either externalize it or they'll like they, they I call Pretend them like, like it's not happening. Yeah. Yeah. Like these like quiet assassins where they're like, you know, the thought in your head is like, Oh, you fucking do this all the time. Right. And then you're at dinner with them and they, it's supposed to be like a nice, sweet little evening. And then you snap because they didn't hear you say, you know, can you please give me some water? Mm-hmm. But it's not about the water. It's about all that other stuff that you just haven't been willing to say that you're lying to yourself about, that you're lying to them about, et cetera. And so, like I started, you know, with tennis, for example. So tennis is one of those things. And this is actually really interesting because Shia, uh, my, my son, has a lot of my same tendencies. And genetics are an amazing thing. <laughs> and we would play sports. And, and when, I wor- when I wasn't performing to the level that I think that I can perform at, I would get mad at myself. And I would just start yelling. Guy, guy experienced many times, like yelling in third person, like, Elon, you fucking suck. Come on. What's wrong with you? Like all of these things. And I started to realize, A, like that doesn't make me have fun on a tennis court, right? But B, when you're actually playing in tennis, every time that you do one of those things, you're basically charging your body with negativity. Mm. So you're beating the little boy up inside who showed up onto the tennis court to have a little fun, right? Mm-hmm. And every time he doesn't do something right, you're like beating him up. Now, if I sat there with my six-year-old and every time he hit the net or hit the ball out, I yelled at him the same things and obscenities that I yell at myself, how long do you think that kid's going to want to play tennis? Not very long, right? And so using that as a highlighter to see the way that I demean myself. And what's been really beautiful is the way that you judge yourself is the same way that you judge others. So the same way that guy noticed like what was highlighting for him, because there's some area over there about paying attention or not being respectful that he still has to work on or gets to work on. Whereas for me, it's also like that judging other people for not performing is the same way I judge myself for not performing. We're always hardest, hardest on ourselves, right? Mm -hmm. All of these things though, highlight for you opportunities, not just like little basic opportunities, like big freaking opportunities for you to, instead of band-aid these things with positive thinking and motivational videos and hypnosis and reframing and all this nonsense, not nonsense, I shouldn't say that. Well, all this stuff, that's the band-aid. That's not the healing aspect of these things. Mm-hmm. The healing aspect is very, very different. And, and something real quick that I want to share with you guys a lot of the times we don't realize that we've reacted poorly until after the moment happens. I call it like if you were standing on the street and someone ran by you that you didn't even see and just clobbered you in the face, you're pissed, right? Like you're scared, you're pissed, you're all that stuff. That's very different than getting in a boxing ring with the headgear on and gloves on and going in and like sparring with someone, right? There's ex- you're like expecting to get hit. You're, you're wanting that because that's part of the training. So what are the, the tools that we've been working ourselves and, and sharing with our clients is, you know, bring these events back into your life afterwards. Like whenever you see it, you know, it could be an hour later, a week later, a month, it doesn't matter. But you're like, wow, I didn't react necessarily the way that I would have loved to react. Or I had a really, really big reaction. I want to take a look at that. Because your system, when you close your eyes and drop in and you bring some sort of event, I promise you the same exact things that happened in your body originally 
all the worry, all the fear, all the anger, all the frustration, all of it will come right back. Like, like you're, you're physically there. The body doesn't know the difference. And so working on these things in more of a contained space, safe space, not that it, it sideswiped you, right. But like, you're actually calling this into your experience is a very different place to look at it. And these are the things that allow us to actually heal different aspects of us. You know, sometimes for me, even today, like on a tennis court, that stuff happens much, much, much more rarely than it used to, but it still happens. Then, so maybe I don't catch it on the tennis court, but immediately when I get off the tennis court, I can bring in that, that moment and go, okay, what was that all about? What was that highlighting for me? Hi there, my friend. I just want to take a minute in case you skip the intro to these shows for some reason and let you know that for a very, and I mean truly very limited time, as in this could be gone by next week, Guy and I are offering entrance into our collective for instead of $99 a month for just nine. That's right. You can get yourself grandfathered in for just $9 a month for life now, as long as you head to satoriprime.com forward slash collective. And if you're thinking, I don't know, is this for me? Then I got two things to say about that. First, if you even like this podcast a little bit, you'll absolutely love the collective. We share things in there that we share with our personal clients who pay us tens of thousands of dollars and you can get them for nine bucks. And the second thing is we're actually offering you a 14 day free trial. So you can just come and check it out for yourself for free. You have nothing to lose. So again, go to satoriprime.com forward slash collective right now and make sure you lock this thing in before we realize that we've gone crazy and change our minds. <laughs> we look forward to seeing you in our collective. Now back to the show. I think all of it really comes down to like holistic health, right? A lot of times people don't see the connections between things. And this is interesting because I think we're kind of even in the mental space making a transition away from cause and effect. I know this is going to sound like really philosophical, but see if you can track this anyway. Tony in physics basically had us start framing the world as cause and effect. One thing leads to the next, right? Like this bumps into that, bumps into that. But 100 years ago, when they began looking at the quantum realm, Newtonian um, physics fell apart. Like it doesn't hold water at that scale. So at the the small world, it's like all affects all. There's, There's no cause and effect at all. It's just like you are the all. So if you're affecting yourself, you're affecting the all, right? It's just... How it is. So it's it's interesting to kind of work through and transition through that. I was kind of, you know, I, I keep having these different experiences where I, I'm like, okay, what you know, what is the body really good at? And then what's the mind really good at? And if I could create a clear distinction between those two and how I wanted to use these tools, like how would how would I go about that? Doesn't mean it's the truth, but something um, that that hit me is while you're talking is that every time you judge yourself, you're basically losing your connection to the all. Every time you you judge somebody else, you're losing your connection to the all. You're saying, "I'm not part of that. I'm different than that." You're identifying the you're identifying more with the gap than you are with the all. Here's the thing, though: it's like when you when you identify separate from the all, which is how most of the planet is living, by the way, right now. Okay, then and you're losing that connection to the all. That means that the probability and possibility, the magic that could potentially be entering your life right now, is also either being marginalized mitigated altogether or like just not there whatsoever right because suddenly if i'm separate from all i have to identify myself Mm. i have to be some way there's some way that i I am that you're not and you create all these identities and personas 
in that way. But because there is this addiction to being right in those, these personas and this ego mind and this ego body, then you suddenly create a single lane for you to live from because it becomes so important to hold that identity together at the same time while completely losing the connection that you're actually seeking, which is the all. So it's kind of like interesting thing to play with is like, you know, how do I reintegrate myself into the all? And the only way to do that is by starting to use what happens in our day to day, whether it's in your health or in your business or in small interactions like that in you know, some, some plaza or parking lot, those day to day interactions that cause the overwhelm and anxiety and, and stressful kind of energies in the system and starting to reintegrate them. And from that space that Elon's kind of talking about, which is, hey, look, in the moment, there's not much you can do, right? Like someone's in a, in a fit of rage or going like at a fit spree, I can't like pull them over, like put my hand on the show and be like, hey, if you just calm down, you're going to learn a great lesson right now. Mm-hmm. They're going to they're gonna punch me in the freaking face. However, like, you know, a few days out, a week, down, a week out, the system has released a lot of the charge. Now let's put them back into that space, have them experience the charge in kind of like a safe environment where they can be seen. Unconditional love is present. The person gets to ex- express themselves. And that, that, that energy can build up in the system again, but it can be built up and then it could actually metabolize and discharge in a very, um, let's say fruitful way, right? If you, if you let it charge it, it'll reintegrate properly when it's seen. Cause really every time everyone gets angry, sad, joyful, if you really look, it's like, look at me, I just want to be seen. I want to be seen right now. The thing is we don't get seen, right? Somebody else starts judging you, telling you not to be that way. They get angry too. It's like, it doesn't allow for that to be seen. And, and the beautiful part is that if we do hold somebody, including ourselves, in an unconditional loving space, the energy metabolizes, it reintegrates, and that peace becomes part of the whole again. Because look, for our whole lives, that's what we've been taught. Think about how many times you fragmented yourselves every time you got angry or sad or overwhelmed or anxious, like how many times you fragmented pieces. I don't care what kind of insights you have from the mind, whether you go to a Tony event, a landmark event, any other like good training, and you're like, whoa, what a breakthrough. Cool. One piece. (laughs) (laughs) You got one piece. And it might be a major piece that kind of like, you know, reinvigorates your, your curiosity and inquiry into that world. But you got one piece, like how many times is like particulars of that piece are going to show up. And that's how it's been. So it's like now the, the real lesson is, is not like, Hey, Elon and I are like here to tell you, you can do this and then like go boom, boom. But one of our students who may be watching right now, actually, uh, I want to use his name just for, for privacy reasons, came to us in, in a state where he's going through some really difficult times in his, uh, uh, his marriage ended and a lot of different transitions and, and really came to us to, I think, kind of like find himself again, like, you know, post the, the marriage ending. And I think he thought that that was going to be like this really long integration process. And like 30 days out, we had two calls and like the guy's like an unrecognizable human being. I don't want to say he's past it, but like, you know, he finally gave himself the freedom to actually go through what he needed to go through instead of trying to figure out why he was feeling the way that he felt. So this is the thing is like more and more, if you guys have been around us, if you're in the collective, if you're in our masterclass or if you're a personal client of ours, you know that what we talk about is, is honestly the stuff I never thought Elon and I would be talking about is like the, the energetics of things and how to really start working with your body to reprogram the subconscious. And, and if you have been looking at how do I reprogram my subconscious and all the classes that you're taking around the mind and you don't feel like you're making a lot of headway, just let you know that I don't believe that that's the way in. It's, it's just not. And, and if that's where you are right now, 
it's amazing. Like we developed a lot of very, very, very good things, productive, efficient, profitable things in our lives by following that. The true piece though, that I know that I, I was seeking starting almost 17 years ago, uh, seemed to continue to be quite elusive for me. And in the last 12, 18, even 24 months, but certainly the last 12 to 18 months, the amount of headway I've made with my inner peace, like my groundedness, how I show up when I'm in public, how does I public speak, how does I coach, how I am with my family, like all of those things that I've always wanted to see these like huge transitions in have really happened this year. And I could tell you none of it was because I sat around and I was like, okay, well, I know I've had my, that conversation with my dad 35 times, like 36, we're going to have this conversation. I'm going to plan it this way. We're going to manipulate it this way. And suddenly I'm going to have that relationship. Like it just never quite worked out that way. It was all pointing at it, but it wasn't quite the thing. So, you know, now I'm, I'm really working on being that hyper aware that all this externalized anger is like really what Elon said is like, just the anger you've had at yourself. And then how do I metabolize that? How do I get in a safe space with that? You know, how do I be seen with really that? Great point. A really great comment. She said, I'm scared that if I see myself as the, as the all, I will lose my boundaries and be hurt. And Karina, I just want to offer you and anybody else that's listening to just check in where is that fear coming from? Because look, the heart, your, your life from, from what I've experienced thus far becomes a lot more effortless, Hmm. uh, a lot less stress and anxiety and worry and concern, uh, things manifest much faster, all of that. When you create harmony between your heart and your mind, Mm -hmm. most people are at like 99.9% mind and 0.01% heart. And then when you go to sleep at night, the heart gets a little bit louder, which is why you stay up a little while, right? Or things that keep you up or wake you up in the middle of the night, right? It's because your heart is trying to come online and the mind's like, I don't want you to come online. Shut the fuck up. Stay there. So what I would offer you is that that fear of losing boundary and that losing boundary gets hurt, that you would get hurt comes from a distortion that the mind creates. Because when you're open heart, if we're talking about things are happening for you, through you, right? So like through you and for you in the outside world to reflect back to you like a mirror, the areas within yourself that you are unconscious and not wanting to deal with. That's right. right? Now, yes, you can consider that as pain. The beauty is though, that if you do mindset work, you're going to keep experiencing that pain over and over and over and over and over. Because at the end of the day, you're still in the same boundaries, in the same box. We've just labeled it. So we painted the wall instead of, you know, red, now it's orange. But it's still the same wall. It's still there. (laughs) Whereas if you actually go in and heal that stuff, the walls bust open. And when you're living in that aligned heart-mind space, world shows up different. The hurt Karina, that you're talking about right now comes from the child inside who is not healed, whose experience of the world is it's not safe. But as a child, like when you were five or six and you walked through life and for the first time you let go of your parents' hand in a supermarket and, and lost them for five seconds, that was like the scariest moment of your life. Today, if you're walking with your spouse or friend or whatever, you're holding hand in hand and you guys go down a separate aisle, is there any fear of like, I'm not going to find this person ever again? No, right? Because 
you can get like for five or six year old, that is really scary for a, you know, 20, 30, 40 year old. It's we're laughing. It's like a joke. So our capacity for safety shifts on the outside as an adult, but inside very, very little has shifted. And it's these moments that allow us to heal these aspects of us so that as your boundaries expand, you're not experiencing hurt. In fact, you're experiencing the exact opposite. You're experiencing more fulfillment and more peace and more abundance and more love and more acceptance and more safe, right? Like the only way to expand the box is to create more safety in the system, not in the mind. Someone's like, hey, I want to get good at public speaking. Okay, I got to get a guy to hypnotize me so I'm comfortable in front of people. How about actually looking at what's causing the freak out nature? How about instead of like learning, you know, if I just like hold this spot for 30 seconds before or stand this way, then I'm going to pump myself up. But then you get up on stage and you still want to crap your pants. <laughs> I right? crap, the old crap your pants routine. Like, like, oh, I think I held the wrong pressure point. I'm going to crap, you know, it, it's not. Yes, it could be about that. But that's circumventing the huge opportunity. And I think that's a good point. Like, you know, all one hand washes the other, right? Like if you're doing energetic alignment, then, um, you know, part of, part of the investment of your time could be looking at physical alignment. Like I, I've certainly been led to people. And again, I, I'm serious, led to people um, at the right time for the right thing. Um, like right now I'm working with a doctor who's helping me with all my physical alignment stuff. And it's just, it's actually helping my energetic work, right? It's helping my mind get clear. Like it doesn't, it, nothing is mutually exclusive, right? All is the all. So I can't tell you, you focus on one thing and that works. Like I do think people get to do mindset training because for most people, they don't even know that their mind is telling them stories. They don't know that they're addicted to being right. They don't know that they're addicted to looking good, right? Those revelations are major life-altering, seismic, energy-moving revelations. And that has a lifeline, a lifeline where it's like, cool, that's how far it's gotten me. It doesn't get, this is not going to take me to the next mountain. Then there's like the energetics in the body and creating inner alignment, right? Then they're starting to see like, wow, my fascia is tuned a certain way. I don't care how long you hold your finger or how many NLP tricks you do. You're, you're essentially like rerouting the energy system in the body, but there's a pattern system that's connected between your body and your mind that's going to reroute the energy the same way again. You can keep squeezing that finger as much as you want and it might make some difference, but it's not going to make a difference because at the end of the day, it's the, the energy being able to move through the system wholly and completely and create space again that creates that newness. So I think when it comes to like the personality, which many of us are addicted to, there's a difference between identifying with a personality and disidentifying with a personality. Like if you could walk in into any room and be like, I'm going to be a sexy motherfucker right now, right? And just like, and drop the identity, drop that personality and just walk into a new personality like an Oscar winning actor. You would. You 100% would, right? Because then you could walk into energy space and just show up like what would feel good for me right now? Cool. You know, if I was really confident or if I open my mouth or usually I would stand like this, but the identity wants to hold on to that. So it's like, can you disidentify from the personality? see that that you get to still remain that uniqueness if you want to hold on to it. But that could be a choice. It doesn't have to be the way that you go about your business for your entire life. But if we're so committed to just identifying with personality, then it's always going to be me versus them. Because in order for my identity to feel feel safe, my identity has to be right. Mm -hmm. Being the way that I am has to be right. And then if anybody else is any other way, it has to be wrong. 
Mm. I mean, people want to know why we have a fractured United States today. It's it's identity on crack, right? And and the more we find disidentification, and the more we find, cool, it's my personality, but it's no big deal. Like my my personality gets to have a ding, like that car door gets to have a ding, not a big deal, just just a thing. Then it's like we we can start finding um, some of that space, some more love. And it's not even love for people. Like, I think this is why it doesn't work. Everyone's like, let's love each other more. Let's all be the fucking same, bro. And it's like, no, the, the shit doesn't work because you don't love yourself. So the, that lack of love is reflected out on other people, right? Like, if you, if you really can get what I was saying today, that I wasn't yelling at that woman. I was yelling at the part of me. Well, I didn't even yell, right? But I got upset at that part. She showed up as a mirror instantaneously to reflect the pain that I was experiencing on the inside. And then that's the lie is that she's doing something. And how often do we take out our shit on other people? You know, you're late to work. You're driving your commute. The person in front of you is driving slow. They're an idiot now. It's like, no, you're upset that you're the idiot that left late and didn't give yourself enough time. You're upset at you. You're not upset at them. They're, they're the mirror reflection of that energy that's in your system. And your choice is to either be with it, work with that energy, learn how to metabolize and reintegrate it into your, into your body mechanics and soul mechanics and mind mechanics and all the other things. That reprograms the subconscious for sure. Or you're going to keep waking up every day and call everyone a moron and a fucking idiot while you drive and never actually get the lesson, which is why you keep finding more idiots and fucking morons to drive behind. Yep. And I, and I just want to point out how simple this is. I do this work with my seven-year-old son. So this weekend, you know, something happened. He was playing with his sister and I said something to him and he got really, really triggered to the point that we were about to leave the house and he ran upstairs in a huff and slammed the door and all that stuff. And I just walked into his room and knowing this, right? So like, Karina, you, you kept bringing up these good points about safety, right? So if I come from a place of shy did something really wrong, right? I'm going to have a certain way of being with him. But if I know that what happened is that his, his little boy, right? Like a, he's the seven-year-old boy, but like there's also a little person inside of him that doesn't feel safe right now. And I just get to be there in love and support of him. And all I did was I just, instead of having him focus on the mind where everything is going insane, like they did this or that did all that stuff, right? Very easy to get stuck in there. I just had him focus on the body. Hmm. I said, Hey, close your eyes and just notice if you can feel any contraction anywhere in your body, do you feel any tightness? And he immediately closed his eyes and he said, yes, I feel a tightness in my heart. I said, great. We're not going to do anything, but let's just sit here and notice it. And he breathed. And I said, we're going to just breathe and just notice it. The kid took three, four, five breaths, maybe at most. This all took place in about 30 to 45 seconds. And I was like, do you feel anything? He said, yeah, I feel it getting warmer. Mm. I was like, okay, anything else? He's like, yeah, it's loosening. Mm. I was like, wow. Now he gets really excited because he's feeling things happen in his system. And he's actually instead of focusing on why he's upset or mad or trying to solve that problem, he actually went inside. And the second it released with it gets released all the mind chatter, all the annoyance and the frustration and the making people wrong and the making yourself wrong and the falling out of love and the falling out of connection, all of it falls apart. When the system goes back to 
a state what Guy and I call well-being, like a homeostasis back to a aligned state. And there's nothing to solve. There's nothing to fix out there. Mm. You're in the, in the inner network. Like um, I was talking to someone, they were like, you know, imagine that inside of here is like the master computer, right? Like the master control panel. You're the one that's creating your outside world to look in any way that the outside world is looking. But then we go and we try to like mess with the outside world. Whereas if you actually realize that you had a control panel, which most people don't even know, then you finally go inside and you go, oh, there's a control panel here. But the control panel is under like a shit ton of dust and like you threw like old books and old suitcases and all these like clutter. And then you start removing it and you're like, oh, what happens if I push this button? Mm. You start playing with it. What happens if I push that? Oh, what's up? And then you start like cleaning up this control panel and it actually gives you access to you know, to, to what Karina was talking about before, not just not being hurt. It gives you access to receiving more love. It gives you access to creating circumstances in your life where instead of like everyone has this linear path, okay? Like, so my seven-year-old son gets upset. How do you handle your seven-year-old son getting upset or daughter, right? You don't have, you don't deal with like, oh, let's go into our body. You're like, why are you upset? You shouldn't be upset. Let me give you all the logical reasons why you shouldn't be upset. Or, 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 or even saying things like, it's okay. You don't have to cry. Like it, all of that invalidates the present moment experience and is not what's unfolding, yeah. which makes the system go, I'm not doing it right. He's not upset. Why am I upset? Right. And you start asking all those questions. And there you go. Like you take this part and you put it over here and you say that it must not be part of what, like what it means to be whole. Yeah. Or not, or my feelings aren't valid, right? right. Like I, I'm not supposed to be feeling this right now. So yeah. there's something wrong with me. And so it's these little things that like, and look again, my life experience is different than your life experience. So you're, you're the call it, you know, the, the main actor, the heroine in your story. Okay. Think of times in your life where you've worked on some area, you had a breakthrough in one area of life that had nothing to do with any of these other areas. And all of a sudden, all these things worked, Mm. you know, maybe you had a breakthrough in relationships and all of a sudden your health got better or vice versa or something around, uh, you, maybe you dealt with some sex issue, by the way, sex and money have a very, very tied energy. So it's like you deal with something around sex or broken relationships and all of a sudden money comes through. So I think as we wrap this up, I just want to offer you that, all things, all things that are currently happening in your life, all your relationships, all your woes around health, all your woes about uh, relationships, all your woes about manifestation and producing awesome results. Stop compartmentalizing them. In 2019, we are inviting you to look at your life as a whole Mm. and realize that Everything is constantly happening for you and through you to show you and highlight for you magical areas where you can have huge, unfathomable breakthroughs with ease. This doesn't need to be like some crazy ass long, you know, process. So just be willing and open to be in those conversations and you'll see that life will just shift and open in the most beautiful ways for you. And if you want any support in doing that, please reach out. We have so many different opportunities and programs and resources that we can send to you that are either ours or books or videos or podcasts. Like we just want you to have a kick-ass life, 
right? Whether that's working with us, that's awesome. If it's not working with us and working with someone else or reading a book or whatever, we'll get that to you. We'll do that too. We're not, we're not attached to any of it. And so, um, just from, from all of us here, um, you know, we're, we're really, really, really here to help. Yeah. So reach out. And if there's anything that we can do, please do not hesitate to ask. All right. Absolutely. Okay. All right, everyone. Awesome conversation. Guys, enjoy your Monday. Uh, lots of love to you and yours. Happy holidays. Um, last little bit is uh, Elon and I are in the preliminary stages of putting together a year-long program, which uh, we want to take about 20 people through for 2019, which again covers really, in essence, like how to start living in this very holistic way where all these different systems are working together and we'll cover the major areas of life certainly and right now kind of the way it might look is like a quarterly process where we hyper focus on a single thing to look at and actually um, take you guys through like these quarterly trainings and just um, yeah just again look at living in alignment in 2019 like actually finding your ground, being rooted in not just who you are, but where you are in life, how things are unfolding, truly understanding your connection to the all and how you get to not just say, but truly manifest through the energy space, whether it's negative or positive, because you're doing it all the time. And But if you don't have the awareness, it just seems like things are happening to you instead of seeing how you're actually participating with it and, and so much more. So if you are interested in any of that, uh, whether on Messenger or through email, uh, Elon, uh, I-L-A-N or Guy at SatoriPrime.com. Uh, just reach out to us. I'm sure you could find a way to reach out to us um, and let us know that you're interested in finding out more information about that and how you can get involved because it'll probably start a few weeks after the new year. And uh, yeah, that's it. Again, lots of love to everybody. Happy Monday. Enjoy your incredible week. And we'll talk to everybody soon. Stay warm. Bye, everyone. Bye. Hey, hey, before you go, I just wanted to remind you to go lock in your $9 per month for life offer to join our collective. Like I said, you can even try it for free for the next 14 days. I promise if you like this podcast, you will absolutely love what we're sharing inside of the collective. Again, just head to satoriprime.com forward slash collective and you can lock that price in. These are the same tools that we share with our personal one-on-one clients and those guys pay us tens of thousands of dollars to work with us. You can have them for just $9 a month. Again, satoriprime.com forward slash the collective. And as always, we'd love to hear your honest reviews of our show. So if you head to iTunes and leave us a review right now, you could actually be next week's lucky winner. And lastly, if you do want to connect with Guy and I, head to Facebook right now, join our personal development without the fluff private group, ask for permission. There's a ton of amazing exclusive content there as well. And you get to communicate and interact with Guy and I on an ongoing basis. So as always, thank you for your trust, your loyalty, and your listening. We do not take it for granted. We really, really appreciate it. We love you and we'll see you next time.